Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's up, solarpreneurs? Taylor Armstrong here. We are back with another great week, another awesome week of content for the podcast. So before we get into the show, today you are going to learn how to recruit more quality reps, how to stop losing reps, and we're going to get a little podcast preview for the week. What else do we have coming up here? So before we dive into that, I wanted to have, uh, or rather ask a special request. We are at 96 reviews on iTunes, on podcasts, and my goal is I want to get to 100 reviews. So if you could please do me a favor, we need four more. Who are my four players that are that are going to come in clutch? I need four superstars to go leave me an awesome review. And then we're done. No more reviews after that. I'm just kidding. You can be number 101 if you want. But I would really appreciate it if you could go leave a review. And let's get to 100 reviews. Let's change some lives. And then also share the podcast if it has helped you. So special request, please do me a favor, help me out. Okay, but besides that, we've got a great week of content here at Solarpreneur. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about recruiting, some things you can do to improve on that, and actually really kind of the focus of the week because our special guest we have coming on later in the week is River Skinner. You may have seen him. He's big on Instagram. He's got a podcast, and we've got him coming up later this week on the show. So I'm stoked to have him, Um, and he actually spoke at Door-to-Door Fest in Dallas that I was at a few weeks back at the time of this recording. He had dropped some serious value on us and shared some ways that we can recruit, shared some things that he does that um, have helped him win awards for being top recruiter, um, recruit a team of, I think he had 75 reps at one point, huge teams. So he has some serious secrets he's going to share with us. You don't want to miss out on the next one. So today I'm going to kind of give um, an update on a few things that happened on the recruiting front here in my office in San Diego, and then just kind of preview a few things, give my thoughts on a few things that actually River spoke at at the event, and hopefully get you excited to go hear what the next episode brings. So let's get into it. Um, This week on the recruiting front, I had sort of a loss. It was good and bad. Um, So the bad news is we lost one of our top dudes to another team. But the good news is he is still on um, in our office. He's just on the North team. Um, So what happened was um, he he'd been working with us for a while. He might listen to this. So hopefully me saying this will get him to come back and join our team again. But he'd been working with us for a while, was doing good, having some successes. We got him trained up. Um, But we have, um, he did live more in the northern area. So he started hanging out with guys from the north team, which is fine. 
we have, we're in San Diego. We got a North and a South team. Um, it's more just the names of the team. We've got guys living in all parts of San Diego. But he started spending time going to the gym with the enemy. Just kidding. They're not enemies, but our, our North part of the team. A few guys, he was going to the gym with them, spending more time with them. And um, then he approached me actually last week and he said, Taylor, um, hey, man, I appreciate all you've done. Um, yeah, I love the training I've gotten from you, but um, I just feel like partly because of area and then partly um, because I've been spending a lot, a lot of time with the northern guys and they've been coming to some of my closes, things like that. Um, I just feel like it makes more sense for me to go on the north team. I want to hop on their team. And um, their closing style, I really like. It's been vibing with me, and that's what I want to do. So I'm like, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the same team at the end of the day. So, yeah, you can do whatever. And I was a little bitter about it, I'll admit. Um, tried to be cool, but I was a little bitter. I was like, inside, I was like, what the heck? We've trained you. We've ha helped you get some successes. Why are you wanting to go on the other team? And I got to thinking about why did he actually want to join the team? Is he just saying, like, is it actually because of what he said or why do he want to? And I know partly it's because of the reasons he told me. But at the end of the day, I started thinking, and I'm like, man, if I would have provided him more value, if I would have helped him have more success, um, and he saw that I was the reason he was getting success, uh, my training was delivering more value than anything else, there's no way he would have switched. There's no way. Because if we can help guys achieve levels of, levels of success that they haven't seen before, then they're not going to leave. If we can help them feel like family, help them feel part of something bigger than themselves, they're not going to leave. So that's a mistake I made, is I failed to give him enough value. I failed to make him um feel like family and he wanted to go to the other team and part of it was because he's good friends with these other guys i mean he's going to the gym with them um, i actually lost another recruiting battle um a few months back i was trying to get my uh i guess you call my cousin-in-law i don't know my cousin's husband he was trying to decide between pest and solar and um i'm like bro you gotta come do solar Anyone that knows anything knows solar is where the money is at. It's where people want to be. We got people switching from pests all the time. That's what I I came from. And um, when I was talking to him, he's like, yeah, Taylor, that makes sense. Um, I, he agreed that he could make a lot of money. There's more potential to make bigger money. Um, but then he left. And at the end of the day, it's because he had like four or five buddies selling pest control. So that's a big factor too. Sorry to get off on a little tangent there. But if you can help guys just um, feel like they're part of a family, become their friends, and get that environment, then it's very unlikely that they're going to leave. So I think that's a huge thing that people forget about. Okay, and so speaking of those things, I want to go over three just points that I feel will help help you number one recruit more and then help you number two retain the the guys you do recruit and some of these are going off of what river shared in his um in his presentation at the event so you'll hear a little bit more of these in depth um, on the next episode too but i've got three points 
Okay, and I want to get into them here. So number one is add value and focus on becoming a better leader. Okay, so River talked about this, how if you can focus on becoming a great leader first, focus on becoming a great performer, then you're going to naturally bring in quality recruits. Okay, and he talked about the reticular activating system, which if you guys aren't familiar with that, that's basically the part of your brain that um, recognizes things. So for example, um, probably a lot of people have heard when you're going to buy a specific car or a Tesla or something, you start noticing all the Teslas. Okay, and a recent example for me is I started doing this um, program, 75 Hard, which a lot of you have probably heard of. And right when I started doing it, I suddenly I started seeing way more people around me doing the same challenge. On social media, guys, I never recognized um, their posts. Um, I started seeing 75 Hard everywhere. And so what does that have to do with recruiting? If you can focus on becoming a better leader, then you're going to start to recognize leaders. You're going to start to recognize those traits. If you're developing those leadership qualities, those leadership traits within yourself, you're going to start to recognize those and other potential recruits you see. Okay, and so how can you do, how can you um, become a better leader? Well, that's, um, yeah, that's a topic for another episode, but, you know, focus on reading leadership books, um, focusing, focus on improving yourself. Um, yeah, practice leadership in other, um, in other things you do. Um, guys go to church, guys go to um, different classes, things like that. How can you be the leader in those settings? That's one way you can do it. Okay, but an example that River gave um, too that can directly correlate to your recruiting is just cheer other people on. Okay, River's big on this. He would go and, or he still does all the time on social media, He'll uh, add people on Facebook, Instagram, people that are in the industry, different companies, all that, and cheer on their wins. This is something that I started doing when River talked about this. Um, you can add me, add other people in the industry. Um, guys are posting when they're closing deals. Hey, 12 kilowatt system closed today. And naturally, I want to be like, dang it, I wish I could have closed that uh, big deal. But try to change that attitude change it from the jealousy and cheer those people on on hey you're going to gain more respect and that's one way to also practice your leadership skills okay the second point that's very important river also talked about in his presentation is be vulnerable practice being vulnerable hey and it's something i do that's why i share my losses too in the podcast you guys know i make a lot of mistakes trying to improve every day but it's important to share your losses too what things do you need to work on? Okay, and you see a lot of guys on social media that make this mistake. They're all about posting the pictures in the Lambos, posting them with the gold chains, with the money flying up in the air, all that stuff. If that's all you're posting, then you're, yeah, you're missing a huge opportunity in attracting those people that want to see your faults, your weaknesses too. People love hearing the juicy details. People love hearing what your failures failures are. And I know that because when I've shared my failures, guess what? It gets way more comments, way more people DMing me, shooting me comments than if I post my successes, believe it or not. In fact, I've had just this last week, I had two or three calls with guys that 
um, wanted to hear about some of the programs we have. Uh, Soul Society, shameless plug if you want to go check it out. But some programs and guys that wanted to potentially come work with us in San Diego, they hit me up. And that was um, probably the biggest compliments I received. So appreciate those guys that I talked to. And um, yeah, they just said, hey, I like how you share your losses. I like how you share everything that's going on. Um, it makes me feel like I can trust you a lot more than these guys that are just posting, closing deal after deal, um, nothing ever going wrong. And that's the other thing, it establishes trust. Because we all know guys that are just flashing their Lambos, flashing their wins all the time, they've got losses too. Okay, but if if they can share it, then we're going to trust them more naturally. Okay, and an example of this is um, I'm big in the ClickFunnels. That's kind of a marketing community. Um, but a lady that's spoken at several of these ClickFunnels events that I went to, her name's Natalie Hodson. And what she did, she sold, uh, I think it was $4 million of a $37 product online, which is insane bonkers and the way she did it is she basically posted a video of her peeing her pants like after a workout or like mid-workout and her kind of hook for it was hey I'm um I recently gave birth um and you can see here I actually just peed my pants during this workout and so I've compiled a product to help you so you don't pee your pants for all the pregnant mothers or people that recently gave birth and everyone just bought this $37. It was like a ebook or something. Everyone bought it. She had sell after sell after sell. And it was just because she had like her message. She had her message of vulnerability. So think of ways you can do that as you're recruiting. How can you share the losses? Any Next time you're in an interview, next time you're talking to someone about the job, be real with them, share your losses, share things that. Um, that maybe they don't want to hear, okay? Because if you can be real with them, that's how you're going to establish that trust. Okay, and then the last point is do something that makes you stand out. Okay, this is another thing that River talked about is he went and he closed nine deals in a day. Some of you might have seen him. Um, he documented it. He set up all these deals on a Saturday. He was working from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. And he had just back-to-back, back-to-back, deal after deal. And he ended up closing, I think his goal was like 12 or something on the day, but he closed nine, which is um, incredible. And um, yeah, he told us that when he did that, when he accomplished that feat, um, he looked at like his post stats and he was getting like, I think triple or quadruple the views that he normally got on just like his regular posts he was making. Because he did something incredible. He did something great. Okay, so for those that are trying to attract recruits or especially, you know, use social media to uh, recruit and get people wanting to come join your organization, think, what can you do that's going to blow some people's minds? Okay, can you go close nine deals in a day? Okay, and it doesn't have to be incredible as that, but maybe it's, I don't know, doing like a cold bath challenge. Okay, Earl Capule, one of our guests, he does these cold bath challenge where he goes and jumps in ice baths for five minutes um maybe it's um i don't know talking to 50 homeowners in a day maybe it's knocking from 9 a.m to 9 p.m in a day all these things are i mean just something that most people aren't doing what can you do 
to turn some heads. And if you start thinking that way, how can you, or um, you will be able to attract some attention and you will be able to um, get people, you know, hitting you up and saying, hey, what do you got going? How are you pulling this off? Okay, so that's the flip side of it. Be vulnerable, but then also think of things you can do to, um, to really, you know, turn some heads, get some eyeballs, think of some big accomplishment, some feat you can do. Okay, so that's the tips. And again, you'll hear more about these things when we get into Rivers episodes, so don't miss out. That's coming up here in a few days. So hop on that one, but let me know what you thought of this. Let me know um, if you guys appreciate the content like this. And we will see you on the next one. Don't forget, please hit me up with four more reviews if you wouldn't mind if I've added some value. Hey, thanks again for being on a loyal listener of the show, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, solar printers, quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new solar learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with the top performers in the industry, and it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is closed to the public and membership is by invitation only, but solarpreneurs can go to soulsociety.co to learn more and have the option to join a waitlist when a membership becomes available in your area. Again, this is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to www.solciety.co to join the waitlist and learn more now. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again in the next episode.